Lewis Brown uh, features on Trackback with Cal Mack this week. Lewis is one of the most joyful people I've ever met, and I've met a lot of joyful people. Lewis talks about how musicals inspired him to really showcase his passion on uh, TikTok and also how, uh, you know, just sitting and watching a musical um, means a lot to him. And he talks about some of the influences um, that he has had, including Lady Gaga, how she played a huge part in his childhood and really inspired him uh, to really show who he was. And I love that about Lewis. He really um, is so engaging, so friendly. And that's why I was so pleasured to have him on the show. Uh, tell us what you thought of Lewis and his uh, amazing story by uh, emailing the team at trackbackpodcast.yahoo.com and follow us on Instagram at trackbackpod as well. But let's get to it. It's Lewis Brown. Lewis Brown, you're my guest Hi. on the TikTok trek. How are you? Hello, I'm good, thank you. Yeah, fabulous. Just been out in the well, sun, but I mean, it, <laughs> it's not really sun. Kind of sun. Every time I've had a guest on, I've always asked about the weather, and they always yes. seem to say that it's sunny where they are, but it's rainy where I am. So I don't know yes. if it's like a, a curse that's going on or something when it comes <laughs> to the weather, but it's absolutely ridiculous. I wouldn't say it's sunny. It's it's warm, very warm. Warm. Yes. Could, you, could you give us an estimate of the temperature? I could not because it was up and down so I could not get, tell you but it was it was it wasn't chilly let's put it that way <laughs> it wasn't chilly well anything's better than chilly yeah anything's exactly. better than chilly not the country the weather exactly <laughs> um, so Lewis um it's a pleasure to have you on the show um it means Thank a lot you. that you've uh, taken your time out to come and talk to me and the rest of my viewers about your journey on the never-ending brilliant app known as TikTok taking over the world and yes. um here on the TikTok chat we like to talk about you know your beginnings and from there all the way to um the present day uh in TikTok so firstly Lewis what really attracted you to the app what was what was the moment that you thought wow you know I I, I like this this is this is a great platform to showcase who I am do you know what? I think it's because I have a really low attention span. Like I can't watch films all the way through. And the only thing that I can watch is obviously musicals. But because like they have dance, singing, acting, like everything in it. If, if I watch a film, it has to be a storyline. I'm just like, yes. So that's why I prefer to like play like video games and that sort of stuff. But with TikTok, because it's such short content, it keeps my attention span going. So I think that's why. And even YouTube, like the videos are like 10 minutes long. These, it's like uh, on to the next one, on to the next one. So that's, I think that's why. I think that's why. Work it, work it, work it. Exactly. <laughs> um, so you, you mentioned musicals. Now, I did notice that you are a big musical fan. So yes. what were the musicals that you would look at as your inspiration um, getting into musicals? What were, were there any films? Was there stage productions that you went to see? What were the musicals that stood out to you as a performer? Um, just the weird ones, actually. Like, I, I like anything that's kind of alternative. So like anything kind of like Sweeney Todd, anything dark. Um, and obviously I do like the whole classical kind of like 42nd Street tap and that sort of stuff but yeah anything dark and twisted like spring awakening uh Sweeney Todd something like that um and then obviously getting into the more like jazzy dancey things but yeah I've had my fair share of jazz I've had my fair share of jazz I did West Side Story when I was in school as a production that's a full-out one yeah I'll never ever forget dancing to the cool number I was like a 
roasted salmon after it because it was so <laughs> hot. And you get that when you're on stage, you get that the adrenaline rush as well. And of course, yeah. the sweat, not just because of the dancing, but, you know, the, the, the heat in the whole theatre that's generated from, yeah. from what you're doing. So I want to I wanna go back to, to school. Yes. Is that when your love of musicals really started? Because obviously, um, you know, um, you, you, I mean, you're a young guy, you know, so going back into school, TikTok, it wasn't a thing, was it? No, no. Um, it was more, I think it was even the beginnings of YouTube, I think. Yeah, the beginnings of YouTube. Um, but um, I've done it since I was little. It was kind of like a thing for my mum was like, oh, he's so shy. Um, we need to get him out of his shell. And still to this day, I'm quite shy. Um, but it got me into like dance, singing, acting, that sort of thing, even music. Um, so, yeah, that's and then in school, it kind of developed um, weirdly enough, I was meant to be doing like Japanese at school because uh, I went to a, a language school. Wow. Um, and then in the end, I was like, do you know what? I love Japanese, but I don't think that it would keep my attention span for like three years at university. Um, so, yeah, in the end, I went to Erdang Academy in London. Really? Yeah. And it just came from there. Yeah. Do you think that if TikTok was around when you were in school, do you think things would have been so much different because you see the school kids these days, they're absolutely obsessed with TikTok. Yeah. Their phones during lunch or study breaks. Always. It's, it's, it's like obsessive. What do you think it would have been like when you were in school, if you did have the access to TikTok? I don't know really, because I think, I think the good thing is now I'm out of school. I realized that the world is just like, just a, a laugh really. Like people take what the world too seriously and I think if I was at school, I don't know. I think I would have maybe. Um, but I think now being away from that school environment, that's when I've not cared. So I just embarrassed myself. Like I dress up as Lana Del Rey. Like, <laughs> and so I don't know. Maybe at school I wouldn't have done TikTok. I'm not sure. Maybe. Possibly. So before you set up the account, what was your, what was your ambition? What were you thinking? What were yours? What were your plans in what you wanted to showcase of yourself. Did you have sort of a thinking process before setting up the app or did you decide, right, I'm just going to set up the app and just go with the flow. Whatever happens really just happens. Yeah. I I didn't think that I would have this much of a, like uh, the other day I checked, I had 12.3 million likes. Like I never thought that would happen. Um, At the beginning, I was thinking just to do kind of, just to have something to send to my friends just to make them laugh. And then all of a sudden I woke up with like one that went to 5 million and I was just like, Oh my goodness, I need to start making more of this. Um, so that's kind of, yeah, it wasn't planned. It wasn't planned, but people seem to, it's funny because even like non-musical theater people, non like theater kids, they, they find it hilarious because I I guess they do their like dance exams at school or they do like singing. And because musical theatre is just such a broad thing, I think everyone can relate to different bits of it. Um, So, yeah, it wasn't planned at all. No. (laughs) You know, something I really wanted to bring up as well is the fact that in recent months, um, the whole acting sort of spectrum um, in schools and universities has come under a lot of scrutiny. The fact that um, the government 
doesn't want to showcase it in schools and universities anymore. Mm. They want to kind of take it out, which led to a campaign by a lot of thespians um, mm. and young actors and older actors in, you know, saving the arts. Um, yeah. What's your reaction as a passionate musical theatre performer, seeing the arts come under so much threat as it has been in these past few months? I just, I just find it, uh, it really shocks me when it's kind of like, the UK is known for the West End, like the top theatre places is Broadway and the West End. So I don't know why people don't think that, imagine all the money that's being churned from people visiting the country, people in the country. Like, I don't see why people aren't respecting it as an art form. I really don't. And even just arts in general, like visual arts. Um, And I guess like now everyone's, I don't know. I I really don't. I don't know what to say about it. It's just, it is disappointing. But in the end, it's kind of developed some sort of, like with just my friends who aren't theatre people or just a lot of the time we are getting more respect as, and it's not just a glorified hobby. Like I do it 24 seven for my job. It's not a glorified hobby. I get paid for it. This is how I feed myself. So I'm kind of glad in a way that it's starting the conversation um, in a weird way, but yeah, the fund, the funding cuts for education. I just, I don't even know what to say about that. I, I really don't. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, arts in general as well. It's kind of, if you think about it logically, it is kind of like a little slap in the face to true, true theatre pioneers, such as William Shakespeare, who really, exactly. who really pioneered theatre with his amazing yeah. work. And he revolutionised English theatre. So it is kind of like, you know, how he would, if you think about it, if he was alive today, how he would react to all of this. Yeah, it is, it is ridiculous. Like the UK is known for its theatre. Like that's, that's our thing kind of like, and Broadway, obviously. So why are we not getting the respect still? Why is it seen as just something that you do on the weekends? Um, which some people do do it for the weekends. Some people do do it for a hobby, but yeah, it just needs more. There needs to be a bigger discussion about it. And I'm glad that people are doing kind of the signing petitions. I'm always, whenever I see a petition online, um, kind of putting it on my story, just making it aware. But yeah, people like Shakespeare will be rolling in his grave, honestly, about he all would this be. Stuff. And, you know, for both of us, big supporters of the arts, you know. Yeah, exactly. You know, being yourself a musical theatre performer, being myself a presenter, we are big advocates for art. Exactly. And before we talk a little bit about your job, because I really am intrigued to know a bit more about your job. Um, yeah. One big thing as well, if, you know, the arts does get cut, we think right now how many people, how many young adults are aspiring to get into the arts. And it's been said over and over again, like a broken record, it is tough to get into the arts industry, whether you want to become an actor, a singer, et cetera, et cetera. It's hard. If they cut the art funding, that would become a whole lot tougher, wouldn't it? Exactly. Exactly. It's yeah. It's so, so silly. Like, I've had that drilled into me. Are you sure you want to do it as a, as a career? Do you, do you think it's sustainable? Yes, it is. Like, I think I'm fine. <laughs> like, I think I'm fine financially, actually. Um, it's not something that's like, yeah. Yeah, so I think it's, it is, and yeah, it is difficult. It is really difficult. It is so hard and being compared uh, to people constantly. But if you have that passion, you will succeed. I'd, that's the only thing you need. And 
if you don't have that passion, no, you probably won't succeed because it is so difficult. But if you're telling kids that that it's hard, you shouldn't ever give it a try. Like what's stopping kids from giving it a try? And then they find out they don't like it. What's the issue with that? Like just. And the problem is as well is that if they if they do drill that into in, into our kids, it probably will turn them away in some aspects. Some it might not because some might be too passionate to go for it, but it will, it will turn people's heads. Yeah. And that's not what we want. And that, and that was me because I thought, Oh, it's not sustainable. Hence why that I did the Japanese at school when I was really taking it seriously. And then, um, yeah. And then in the end I was just like, I just, it's my passion. It's what I've done since I was a child. If I've got stuff to fall back on and, it's the kind of the time now when I'm younger to try it out. And then if it doesn't work, if, if nothing, my career doesn't kick off, it's fine. I can go back. There's so many opportunities, but yeah, it's, yeah, it is. It's horrible when I hear that constantly drilled into kids. And, you know, for the viewers that will be listening in and are a bit scrutinizing the arts as an art worker yourself, you work in the arts. What are the benefits you can tell these people of working in the arts? I mean, is it joyful to work in? What has it done for you as an individual? I've, I, well, for me, it's, it's the career that's given me the chance to travel the world. I, I've lived in Tokyo. Um, I've lived in Hamburg in Germany. Like I've, I've done all these amazing things. Like, and if I would have done an office job, no hate to people with office jobs, but if I would have done that, then I wouldn't have seen the whole world. I've met so many people. I've kind of, like developed in a case of that when you have that small town mentality you don't see different kinds of people you don't and not living abroad you don't get to develop in that way so yeah just as a person I've I've developed performing um and it has made me like a stronger person like getting told no every audition um well every every seven auditions no 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 and getting one it is it is rewarding and it is fun. I, d- I don't care what anyone says. It is hard, but it is fun. Like absolutely, and everybody struggles. All actors struggle yeah. if they step back in an audition because they've worked so hard to really, you know, learn their scripts, learn how they're going to perform on that day. And if they get a setback, you know, it is denting. But as mm. someone like yourself who's experienced this, what can individuals do if they do get a setback? What is the next step they can take? It sounds really strange. I love to look up on Google all the celebrities that have kind of been told no. And it's that always, it's so, it's so, so ridiculous. And all the kind of celebrities that have, it's taken a while, they're like 30, 35, and then their career's gone when they're older, like 40. So um, I think that's part of the setback situation. And just really thinking to yourself, you, it is so, and like, from a casting point of view, it is really hard because there's certain roles which need such specific things that like you should be able to, I don't know, fuete, do uh, have a perfect ballet technique, just really random things. And it would look silly on stage if you didn't have those kind of skills. So you've got to think of yourself, you've got to think, you just weren't right for it. It's not nothing, you're not, it's not that you're not talented, like you'd be perfect for something else, I guess. And- one thing I've always wanted to kind of raise, you know, as, as, as a topic is the fact that in the arts, you can never be too old to break into the industry. And I've always I've always stood by that statement. You know, some people are lucky enough to break 
into the industry when they're very young. But you can yeah. never be too you can never ever be too old to break into the industry. I know several actors who, you know, became megastars at 45. You know, it, it's yeah. it, it's it's never impossible, you know. And I think if that person kept that drive throughout, do you think ultimately if they keep the passion, something can come of it? Yeah, yeah. I think as long as you've got passion, um, I, I do know people that have lost that passion, unfortunately, and they just you you can't force passion. It's something that's just natural. So, yeah, I just I just think it's that's the thing that drives you regardless of your age just to keep trying every single setback that comes along just thinking right it's going to be my time it's going to be my time and eventually it will be and and some people they're quite kind of um casting and I've only just realized this I was always told at school that you'll be you'll you'll never stop working when you're older and I never understood that and and then I spoke to one of my teachers and she was like, no, it's because comedy and things like that, that casting is when you're older. You can't be a comedic, like a comedic character when you're young. Well, there's obviously some, but it's difficult. So a lot of the time it's just your casting. That's your thing. You need to, you're, you're older than your years. If that makes sense. That's your, that's your yeah, comedy style. Absolutely. So we know you're you're an incredible performer, um, and I can tell that already. You've got many <laughs> strings to your bow, but do you believe, Lewis, the fact that TikTok has given you a new lease of of your performing life? It's given you that new opportunity to showcase things that you haven't really showcased yet, as part of yeah. you know your musical theatre and and comedy and you know other stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. So just roles that I'd never play, I can put it in a video. Roles that I would wouldn't be able to play. Roles that um and just like random little kind of skills that I've always had in my repertoire that I've never been able to like I could do an impression of Lana Del Rey I could do an impression of like um I can't even think of the impressions that I've done but just like little things that you can put into videos which otherwise would never have been on stage or anywhere um and as well just getting interest from uh, like companies and I even got um, interest from Back to the Future the musical they wanted um, me to advertise um, for them this year. Um, did you manage to do it? Yeah so we did a it was like a TikTok campaign so eventually I'm not sure when Back to the Future is coming to the West End I haven't checked but yeah it was for that so it was just raising kind of the the media aspect of it. Wow that's amazing Lewis. Um so would you say as well that you have a you have a, an individual that inspired you to get into all of this? If there's one person you kind of look looked up to, we know that you've you've been mm. into musical theatre, you know, since you were a young child. But was there yeah. an actor, an actress, a comedian, a singer that really you know inspired you? You um, can pick two, all three, or four. That's fine. Yeah, I, th- I th- randomly I think. Lady Gaga because she just it does oh. everything and yeah <laughs> I just think like she's been in Star is Born her music's incredible her voice is incredible acting incredible dance incredible so I just I like performers that um are you can tell that they're very uh well trained if that makes sense like they've actually taken it seriously um and yeah so Lady Gaga I think a lot of um TikTokers really a lot of people from Broadway like Todrick Hall and things like that um yeah and then in terms of the TikTok aspect I think there's so many to 
the count because I'm just obsessed with TikTok still to this day. Um, so, is there yeah. any is there any TikToker apart from yourself that you're thinking is just always entertained you? Oh, there, there is literally so many. Um, it just. I, I can't think of one off the top of my head, but I just love people that have that style of comedy that is just so absurd and strange that I think I think it's good that that is being showcased in TikTok. Like, I know that humour's changing as everyone's getting more kind of socially aware. And um, so I, I love how this new... Like, I, I was laughing the other day about... Um, it was like a grape on someone's table and it was long. It was like... How, it was like, like like a pencil it was yeah about as long as a pencil this grape and it was just someone just going long grape and I was crying with laughter and it's not funny but that's that style of humor that's kind of getting popular now I, what's it called dada dada is anyway absurdism that kind of thing I love that I love that and a prime example I'm going to bring up a tiktoker who has really um blown up over the past few months just for posting the most random things. I'm going to bring up the pool guy who has um, just took in videos of, of, of his job, who he's a, he's a pool cleaner and he just takes videos of, um, of pools and, and, and him cleaning. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I th- that must've come up on my for you page at some point. Yeah. yeah it's just that it's that like randomness. The yeah. The randomness of it, that everyone's brain just kind of seems to like at the moment. So yeah. And, and, and is that, is that beneficial for TikTok over other social media apps that it has that sort of randomness flair to it compared to, you know, Facebook and Instagram and, and Bebo or MySpace, yeah. whatever, you know, all the whole, all those, all those classic social media uh, platforms. Yeah. Like in a way, I, I think TikTok is personally the superior one. I think Instagram, it's getting a bit um, like all the sort of memes and that sort of stuff is getting overdone. Um, but with TikTok, because it's so random and like just so and as well, it's it, because TikTok is kind of a socially very woke app. I think it's good that that kind of humor is isn't going to offend anyone. And that's why it's done so well. Obviously, there are the people that just take it too far. And it's just like that. That wasn't even clever. Uh, yeah, you got that right. You got that right. Um and, and Lewis, what would you say to all of your um, followers, the people that took the time out to check your content, supported you, give you a like, and for all the people that have viewed your content, what would you say to all of them right now? I would just say, just like, thank you for showing me that just me being weird is funny. Like, just thank you so much. And a lot of the time I get so many compliments like, oh, you're so talented. You, you, you can do it. <laughs> Oh, thank you. <laughs> but like, I've never had that before. Being in this industry, you're kind of, you're never complimented because people don't want you to get uh, complacent. And it's fine. I'm finally getting people going, oh, I actually love your videos. And I just want to say thank you for that to everyone. Um, I think we should realise that we're living in a world where we should tell it as it is. If you yeah, know, exactly. if you think that person's talented, God damn it, tell them that person's talented and you're talented. Yeah. You know, and 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 you just got to you just got to tell it as it is. You know, and 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 whether do you, do you believe whether if you're on TikTok and you're viewing someone's TikTok profile, whether you like them or you hate them, you know, it's always good to get a reaction. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's more engagement, isn't it? It's more comments, likes. So any publicity is good publicity. But I really don't. That- like- 
there is that sort of, you know, there is easier ways to go about it because we know that a lot of TikTokers get abused and that's not, um, that's not the right way. Nobody should be subject yeah. to online hate whatsoever, you know, and, and I'm a big advocate for stopping that um, just yeah, to make, you know, exactly. on, on the show. Um, and there are, there are easier ways for people to go about it without subjecting to something that low. Yeah, exactly. Like you can just say, because I get a lot of the time when people are like, oh, this is lazy, this is blah, blah, blah. And I actually think to myself, well, yeah, kind of, that was kind of lazy. I just did a parody. Like, I didn't, I didn't think that much. And people like it, some people don't like it. So in a way, if you give someone constructive criticism, um, it's great. But um, I've been getting, like, 11-year-olds telling me that I'm not good at tap and uh, just things like that. And I'm just like... You should say, have you I've tried it before? before? Have you done <laughs> yeah, darling, I, I've done it for a living. Living. <laughs> don't get on don't the stage come. and we'll have a tap off right now yeah exactly exactly and like um I think it's become this kind of cult comedy people find it funny um because I had a problem recently with I I personally love Lana Del Rey I, I don't know about you I don't know if you I mean, who doesn't love Lana Del Rey yeah I love it I love the whole aesthetic kind of thing and uh, I got this kind of, um, I did a parody, just randomly getting all of her lyrics, m- m- jumbling them together and just making a video and people were going, uh, uh, kind of like gatekeeping that I can't listen to Lana Del Rey and acting as if she's some sort of like underground indie artist trying to protect her. And I'm just, I'm just having fun. I love her. Like, it's just a joke. And a lot of the time I'm getting, I got a docs threat. I, did, I only, didn't even know what docs meant until like a few weeks ago. And they was like, yes, we're going to leak your info. And I was like, you can try, but. You should have just, I mean, it should have just been girl, S-Y-M. Exactly, exactly. So it's, sometimes people just need to have fun. Yeah. You know? And that's the whole point of the app. It's just, it's just to have fun. You yeah. know, and, and, and people need to um, realize that sooner or later. But Lewis, yeah. we, we know that you're in a, a comfortable job doing what you love. But what is what is the future ambition? What, what do you want to end up doing? Is this just a stepping stone for something even greater? Ooh. What have you got planned? Um, I think I would obviously love to be because um, I've done things abroad. I've done. Uh, cruises I've done Disney things like that I think the next step for me is West End and then like musical films and kind of what Todrick Hall's doing Uh, uh, I don't know if you know Rachel Bloom she does Crazy Ex-Girlfriend but you should check that out I I, I will yeah I I feel like you would love it she's she's doing yeah she has this program on Netflix called Crazy Ex-Girlfriend she does like musical comedy and it is just parody it's satire I love it um so what what those people are doing maybe a Netflix series um I don't know we'll see how it goes well you've got the support from me I think you're going to go somewhere my friend Uh, 100% Um, thank you and Lewis for the viewers that are listening in where can they find your work if you want uh them to check you out where can they find you okay so my TikTok is Lou Bear Brown um my friends used to call me Lou Bear that's why so L-E-W love it Bear Brown (laughs) um my instagram is l-e-w-w brown the color um my oh my goodness and then if you go on tiktok all my socials are on in my bio and yeah that's um i want to branch out into youtube eventually so 
Well, I'll be checking you out for sure. And guys, if you want to check this interview with Lewis, all you have to do is go on Spotify and you will find it and be able to listen to it very soon and give us a review. Tell us what you thought on our Facebook page at The Weekly Crack with Mac. Lewis, it's been great chatting to you. I've really enjoyed it. Fabulous. Thank you so much. I've had fun. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, <laughs> See my you friend. later. Have a good one. Bye.